Ah, man. So, uh, what the hell you were saying before? You were saying something. You was like, not the yeah. podcast. The $10,000. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm rude. Hold up. Mr. J Hill, what's popping, everybody? I got Boss <laughs> Tech here. Yo, we was having great conversations. We had fun already. It's, yo, I'm honored to have you here. Thank you. Now, and and, and let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just paint this picture for my audience. So, before they, I know they're going to kill me for this. Your, your fans going to kill me for this. So let me just paint a picture. I really don't know the backstory or nothing, right? So mm -hmm. I'm new to Atlanta, and my assistant, my videographer, like, yo, you should get Boss Tech on here. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, whoever that is, you feel me? Right. So I reached out to you. So I'm just letting you know, you feel me? So if I say anything wrong, excuse my ignorance, charge it to my brain and not my heart, all right? Let's go. That's fair? Let's shoot. And if I ever say anything, I want you to check me too, all right? That's fine. I got you. We, all right, we got to have fun. So you were saying, for people that don't know, Jocelyn Cabaret, you bought 10 bands, but that was the the grand prize? Yeah, so um, it was a $10,000 grand prize for the show, for the award. And I basically brought $10,000 in ones because I'm a dancer. That's what I do. I get money. I work in Magic City. And I, I just wanted <laughs> them hoes to know, like, I didn't come for this small grand prize money. You know right. what I mean? I came for Jocelyn. So I brought my money, rolling around in it, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing. Yeah. Oh, you was outside. You was wilding. So, yeah. I mean, when you say you came for Jocelyn, what, like, what what, what, that, what does that even mean? It's just what it sounds like. Like, I'm a huge fan of Jocelyn. Okay, okay. Like, when she hit me up through my DM, I was so excited and happy Jeez. to do her show. I'm not even going to lie. Like, That's it fire. was lit. That's fire. It was a lit situation. So, you was on um, season two. Mm-hmm. So, you, when she hit you, you already knew, like, this is this is what it is? This is about? I ain't going to lie. I, had, I didn't watch season one. Okay. Like, I didn't know what it was. I hadn't heard about it or nothing. It was just the fact that it was Jocelyn calling, period. Facts. Yeah. Damn. That's what sold me. Yo, so talk to me about this this love for Jocelyn, right? Because I feel like to your average consumer, people like me, people maybe in the industry, I feel like we, we think of Jocelyn and with all due respect, I'm just saying what I see the world see, it'd be like a joke. That's how most people in my circle would look at her. Right. But I've heard so many people and girls pay so much homage to her. Talk to me about it. Like, what? Like, why? 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 Why are you paying so much homage? Why is she so dope? As, as I a mean, you know, we love her? Jocelyn. You why? know, but but I think for the most part, everybody was waiting for that growth. Mm. We wanted to see Jocelyn grow. We wanted to see a little bit of change in Jocelyn. You know, we've mm. been rocking with her since day one, and it's because like we felt like we could relate to her. You know, okay. she was a dancer. She worked at Magic City. She did uh, dance in Miami. Okay. You know what I mean? You you was pimped. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay. like, it was a lot of stuff that we could relate to from Jocelyn. So that's what it is. Okay. And she overcame that. it and became a star. Okay, so. I can see that. Yo, do you think, it's funny now we having this conversation, right? Because, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody uh, not too long ago. And I'm not really a big fan of reality TV. Mm -hmm. Don't really watch too much, but... This whole like woman shining in the realm of reality TV, especially being trying to be careful. Oh, shit, fuck it. I'm gonna just give it to you raw. I'm sorry. Especially being like, um, I don't want to say toxic, but like you know, what's the right word? Like girls like Jocelyn, right? Like New York. Right. I feel like 
New York really opened a lot of opened the door for women like that. Let me like just that. say this: New York is the queen. Okay, and so I, I would wrong. love to work with her. Like she is the queen. Okay, Tiffany is the queen mm. of reality TV, and she definitely opened the doors mm. for everyone. But Let's just give her that. <laughs> is that talk to me though? Is is that really? Is that a good thing? For some of us, yes, because we have no way out, mm. and it's a platform. What you do with it is on you. You get what I'm saying, but it's a way out. Damn. You know why I fuck with these conversations? Because it's so easy to, like, judge somebody that's, like, on TV. Like, it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to watch something and be like, oh, this is ratchet. I can't. And I didn't realize that that was going to happen with me. Because, mm. like, with my brand, I was always loved. People had never heard my voice. Didn't know what I was like. They just loved the paint and me going viral. Mm. So, me doing a TV show, it really... It's like, oh, I don't like her. Oh, I like her. It was just so much of that. I'm like, damn, all these opinions. Like, Jeez. so it's real. How was that though? Like, it was that. hard. It was different. You know what I'm saying? I had to get used to it. Damn, bro. You just got to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. But and Jocelyn taught me that. Mm. Yeah, she did teach me that. Be yourself regardless and know yourself. Everybody so, not gonna like you or take to you. I've been hearing like, like she's really mean on the show. What she mean to you? Or that's something new. Well, I didn't take anything personal because in my mind, I knew what was going on. This is a show. Like, I didn't know you outside of this. You know what I mean? But, yeah, she was mean. She was mean on the show, and I, and she felt like she had to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she had to be. Dang. I think you could have went a whole other route and still went viral, still made it, because people love you. They love right. watching you. You um loving her, in a sense, right? And then you experiencing her in real life did it change your perspective of her at all Mm, not really like even though we're not friends anymore and i don't really talk to her it's like there's no love lost i didn't take anything personal you know what i mean wait why y'all not friends well it was a situation that happened um when the show aired like i told you i was in my feelings about some things when the show aired i was hanging with jocelyn i was in my feelings about the way she ended me on the show you would knew that had you watched it, Jay. Okay, my bad. I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, she ended me really harsh. You know what I mean? I felt like I didn't deserve that. I felt like I took time out of my life, away from my kids, my career, mm. to come fuck with you, and you just chewed me up like that. Like, so it hurt. You know what I mean? And then she calls me like, yo, I want to fly you out. I want to hang out. I want to do this and do that. And I did it. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, this is my chance. But I had a wall up. Like, it was, I couldn't love on her the way I was supposed to. So, basically, the show aired, and all my fans and people that fuck with me were reposting things. Like, oh, Jocelyn did you this way. When she used to be a dancer herself, she used to do this too. And I was reposting it. Mm. Now, me and Jocelyn were following each other. So, somebody sent it to her. She seen it. She called me up. And she's like, yo, why did you post that? Why are you doing that? Like, why are you letting the people get to you? And I just told her the same way you did. Mm. Like, I never even got an apology, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, we humans at the end of the day. So. You think she got carried away in, like, the whole reality TV realm of it, I guess? or She does it really well. I don't think she got carried away, but I think she don't know how to treat people when it comes to that. Damn. Yeah. But she I, struggles with that. So you say you didn't take it personal, but it hurts your feelings. Like, how did it really make you feel? Okay, so on the show when she dismissed me, that hurt my feelings. It just, it was hurtful how she did it. But everything that was going on, I didn't take personal. 
But when she ended me the way she did, it it just hit me. How did me. she end you? Like, since I didn't watch she it. She was like, oh, you brought your $10,000 in the house. Your money's dirty. You thought you were better than the other girls and this and that. And I really didn't at all. Like, I don't think I gave that impression at all. But Wait, so I'm going to let you finish. She said your money dirty? Yeah. She said the money's filthy. But <laughs> Jocelyn Cabaret is a show with all strippers, strippers. right? All strippers, porn stars, prostitutes, alcoholism. So all y'all money dirty, right? Everybody's money dirty, <laughs> like, including hers, <laughs> including her money. <laughs> okay, what the fuck? Like, that's kind. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. That's what I'm saying. That's why my feelings was hurt. But when I got home and I thought about it, I'm like, she's she's working her show. Facts, yeah. It's Nobody feelings is gonna, you know, what I'm saying, come into play when it's time to make her money. Mm. So, damn. So. What do you think the show brought to you? Or like you said, it brought people choosing, picking sides. They don't like you. They do like you. Yeah. What What did it? What did you gain from it? I definitely gained another platform for myself, a larger fan base, a larger following on Instagram, and just me seeing myself on TV like that. It helped me out a lot mm -hmm. in real life, like with my drinking or just the way I am every day with people. You know, it just changed me. Mm, that's dope. For the better. And you had like some beefs on there with somebody named Lex or some shit like that. Yeah, um, I had beef with Big Lex. We're the same sign, so you know we gonna bump heads as soon as we in the house. Okay, well, like, what was that about? I feel like uh, Big Lex is really young, childish, you know what I mean? Don't really know herself like that yet, but wants to be the biggest and loudest in the room. So with Big Lex, they felt, you know, I was the girl there with the biggest following, the largest brand and all that. So I felt like they wanted to come for Kobe. They coming for Shaq. You know what I'm saying? They they was just like coming for that. me. I like how you did and that. And I'm like, I'm sweet. Like, you ain't even got to do all that. But, yeah, so we end up getting into a scuffle because, you know, she felt like, oh, you think you are that. You're talking about your brand. You're talking about this and that. And I, and I, I have every right to talk about my brand right. and my kids and everything I got going on. So let me ask you this. With like we we pay homage to to um to New York, right? And we we see how she opened the door for another level of celebrity for for women on on reality TV. Mm -hmm. But can we acknowledge that? I think with that people people go into reality TV to be that person because they think something can come out of it. Like even Jocelyn, honestly, I feel like right. Jocelyn is Jocelyn because she was on TV acting crazy and like. This is a personality. We need her to have your own show. Do you mm -hmm. think that was what Lex was doing? Yes. Mm. Lex didn't have no platform. She didn't have no other way to shine. You get what I'm saying? But fighting. So. She kept, everybody was really open about their life. Mm. Big Lex has two kids that she doesn't have custody of. Mm. We didn't find that out till later. You know <clears throat> what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you're childish. You don't have your kids. You just here right so i'm sorry because like i know if I, if I was like a different interview we could get into that but i really don't give a fuck about that but <laughs> respectfully but i'm trying to understand if we can recognize what new york did what jocelyn did for tv what cardi b at once did for tv and you and you was like you know what i respect it because it gives us a platform when we had when we didn't have anything my question to you is why you ain't go that road why you ain't try to be that that, that I'm gonna stay out. true to myself. Mm. It would have been harder for me to go against that, and I felt like it would have came off unnatural. 
Mm. So, nah, I would never do that. Okay. You know what I mean? I get it. Even in music, I'm not going to force something that's not me. It's not going to come off right. Okay. But you think, like, some girl, like, but for sake of conversation. Big Lex is really like that. Okay. She was a bully in okay. Columbia, okay. like, to the girls. Like, she's she's like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about the, the whole show for strippers to come to, like, what do you think about that? Like... It being a, a show. I feel like it was amazing to see all the different talents. Like, Miss Natural was really talented. You know, Lucky was really motivated and young. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I, I like meeting the girls and stuff like that. All of us was just different, and they did that on purpose. Can we take a shot real quick? Can yeah, we take a, a shot. Because I'm about to ask you a question. Shot. I don't, oh. I don't want you to kill me. Man. It ain't that bad. It's just, it's, it's, bad. Just, it's just, no, it's, it's bad for me. It's not, it's not bad for you. It's easy. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me for this. So, Jocelyn's Cabaret was a show with mass strippers, prostitutes, but what was it about? Mm. Not gonna lie, the show was about the routine. Okay, that I mean, fucking see, I don't even know. <laughs> that we had to get, they stressed us out about oh, it. Oh, so it's like about doing, like coming together, doing. You had to learn that routine and she had to pick four girls to win. Okay. On top of that, we're fighting. I got to sleep with one eye open. The the doors don't have locks on them. Okay. It's chaotic. We in this house two freaking weeks. It feel like two months. Okay. My boyfriend is giving me fucking hell at home, thinking oh, I'm with man. niggas up here at this house. No, it's nothing like that. Like, so it was just, it was stressful. It so wasn't was fun. They didn't feed us. They didn't feed y'all? Like, for the first two days, they wanted us to get aggravated. Oh. So they were feeding us late. All type of little stuff like that. They kept us microphoned for 24 hours a day. I literally caught a rash. I was like, yo, somebody come get this microphone off me. Mm. Because it was like they were taking notes and trying to record what everybody was saying so that they can write out their scripts. Okay. How was life during, and you can have some, I know you said you was an alcoholic. I'm going to drink with you. This is my first time. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I am not an alcoholic anymore. I'm going to say, you said it on me. But yeah. all I'm saying is, this is my first time drinking with a guest and... Oh, oh, we getting many, drunk. How many weeks? Jay. No, I thought it before that because the last person I even drink. I don't know, It makes it seem like I'm an alcoholic two weeks. That ain't nothing, but whatever. <laughs> I ain't, I, but I had more than just two interviews in two weeks. So fairness, all I'm saying is if you want to drink, I'm going to drink with you because I ain't drink but a guess in a minute. Nah, that's so. real. You drink like, it yeah, with me. Yeah, we. so you could just grab, you pour your own poison. So this is a shot. We taking a shot. Let me see what you got. Oh, I didn't take like two shots already. I, my uh, shit like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was drinking. I was I drinking. Like Jay. Okay. I'm just saying. So I was drinking. So I'm just like, you know, you pour your own poison. I get my shit. But okay. So I said it was bad because I'm like, I'm asking all these questions about the show. I don't even know what the fuck the show is about. So basically, she brought y'all on. Y'all learn a routine. Y'all supposed to do the routine at the end. We put Jocelyn back on the map. Period. You were dust. We brought you back with season two. Mm. You gave us your ass to kiss. Oh wow. But she, it seemed like that's a pattern because she kind of did that. Like, people trying to sue her for this season. What season is this? Yeah, yeah. This season is three. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's getting sued for sure. But I thought you couldn't get sued because, like, you signed a, like. I thought so, too. But evidently, she's getting sued. You mad because you wasn't on season three to get that, that no, check? No, I wasn't doing season three. But you don't be thinking, like, man, I would have got that, that bag behind that case. Jocelyn told me, she was like, we got to jump these hoes on season three. We got, <laughs> I was like, man. Just, just hanging with her was stressful. <laughs> My anxiety used to go up, like go crazy. Yes. How was life like during the during the show when you was on at season two, and like post the show when it's season three? No niggas ain't worried about the cast in season two. How was how was that transition? 
Like in between season two and season three? Not like after. So like during season two when it was lit, you was all over TV. Uh-huh. And now season three, people didn't forgot about, people not even tr- talking about season two no more. I will say the buzz was a whole lot stronger mm. when season two was going on. It helped your bag get bigger? Yeah, definitely oh. helped my bag get bigger. Yeah, definitely sure. put me on the map. But, you know, I'm still getting that deals girl. and stuff like off of it. Yeah. Okay. I still okay. go to places and they're like, boss tech. You know what I mean? I okay. made my mark. I brought in a grand prize. Okay. So I ain't worried. Not it's clearly. not another girl in history going to do that. Nah, clearly. Cause, season uh, two, three, four, five, six. But let me ask you this, though. Because it sounds like y'all all lit or was lit. I mean, we talking about strippers. In all due respect, I'm just saying, well, this is this is respect. $10,000 don't sound like a lot of money if I'm talking about a stripper, especially a lit stripper. Like, y'all probably make that in about weekend. <laughs> uh, that's what she thought. She thought it was a lot of money, and that's why she looked stupid when I walked in with 10,000 ones. Make the grand prize really big. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that. Cause we My heart about. wasn't even in it like that. Okay. You know what I mean? So... Yo, um, that was cool. I had to get that out of the way. How are you? How are you? I'm better. I'm good. I'm good right about now. I can't complain. My daughter graduates tomorrow. I got their ceremony coming up. From I got high my school, new TV show. School? High school. How was that? Yeah. Uh, well, it's tomorrow, so it's, it's exciting. So how was it having a daughter that's about to graduate from high school? <sighs> she challenged you a lot? Unbelievable. Yeah. She, she you gets in my pocket. She spends my money. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm saying that that she challenged you a lot. Like she think you she, y'all peers, or she no, she no, know no, who mom no. is. She's I don't know what I did to deserve her. She's like the complete opposite. Mm. She's like really nerdy, really quiet. Fire. Yeah. That's fire. You had her when you was young, right? Mm-hmm. But you got a couple other children. You had her when you was like what sixteen? Mm-hmm. I got two kids, pregnant when I was sixteen. Talk to me. How was that? Like how, like. Oh, it's always a touchy subject right there. That's like, what I like um, to talk about. I know we talk that Jocelyn shit is cool, but this is what I like to talk about on my show. Like those times was just really hard for me. Mm. It was really difficult. But I basically got pregnant young, sixteen, had two kids by the age of eighteen. And my mom, you know, I grew up in and out of homes. My mom had five kids, really no help. So it was just like pretty much the same thing with me. And I saw myself going in that same direction. So I'm like, I got to do something. You know, I had a job. Shit wasn't adding up. So, you know, my sister was like my caretaker. You know what I mean? That's who I would run to when things get rough. So my sister caught a case, involuntary manslaughter. She killed someone and went to jail and left me with her two-year-old daughter. Mm. So now I got three kids. So I packed my shit up and I moved to Atlanta. Start dancing. You felt like that was the only option? That was the only option for me to get a lot of money and quick. To get a house, a car, food on the table, enroll them in school, clothes on their back. It was the fastest way for me. You know, I was saying before, like, I love having these conversations because, pe- like, the world is so judgmental. You hear 16-year-old with a child move, be a stripper, it's so it's so many ways to, to to assume and judge you for that, but it's like I want to talk about your side of it. You know what I'm saying? Like what like how, where was you at at 16 mentally when um you got pregnant? Like what was you? Um, at 16 I was just really <clears throat> numb, like from being passed around so much. Like I didn't know my worth anything. It was just like really bad. 
So I basically found a boy, you know what I mean? Start loving on him. And it's not just any boy. He's the father of both my kids. We stayed together 12 years. Damn, he moved fire. to Atlanta with me. And it's just like, I was the one that had to bring the money home though. Like when he transferred his job to Atlanta, it ended in three months. Mm. He literally didn't work after that for years. So it was all on me. And it was hard because I used to be like, dang, how could you allow me to be out here like that? So it was hard on me mentally mm. and physically. So Damn, so like when you was um, 16, you was having sex a lot at 16? Or was it, when you say passing around, was it being in foster homes? or was Yeah, it foster homes, different group homes. Foster so homes. how did you, end, like, what happened with that? Like, how did your mom My mom just <clears throat> couldn't get it together. You know, my brothers and sisters, they were passed around too. So it wasn't just me, but she just couldn't get it together. It was just hard for her. Thinking back on that, like, how does it make you feel? Like, what, what, do you ever think about those times? I used to be angry. I didn't talk to my mom for like six years. How but then you? I got older and I'm like, man, fuck all that. Like, you tried, it is what it is. I'm here, we blessed. Like, how did put you that get through behind that? us. Probably drinking. Damn. Probably drinking, for sure. So when you say get, I'm not no therapist or nothing like that. But when you say drinking, it sounds like <clears throat> you was able to get over it on your own. Mm -hmm. But did you really deal with it though? I never had time to deal with anything. I was just moving and going because I had those kids on my back. I didn't even brand myself until five years ago because I didn't have the time. So yeah, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, ask me another question. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I mean, if you don't mind, I just I, I love to have the audience, and I'm not trying to be too pushy because I see mm -hmm. it's, it's struggling. But you know, there's so many young ladies out there and young men out there who go through similar stories. So I try to have these conversations so people can grow through it. So if you if you don't mind, um, if we just be a little bit transparent for it, so people can learn and get through it and learn how to get through it. Um, but if it's too much, we can. Skip no, past it's it. not. <clears throat> just let's just keep going. I appreciate it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how. Like, you know, <clears throat> I just give a little bit about me. And um, I got you. I give a little bit about me. <clears throat> my mom's was uh my mom was raped when she had me. So like I'm like a uh I'm, I'm a rape baby too. For real? <laughs> no, did I? Yeah. Well someone put a pill in my mom drink and then took her home. Yeah, it's I've never seen his face or nothing. He knows about me and all that. Facts. Yeah. But Damn. <laughs> why? What, did you ever ask your moms like, why did she decide to keep you? Because when I think about it, like, if you if, if a woman get raped, I don't want to have no baby by somebody that raped me. That's what I think. That's how. I felt like she just couldn't afford an abortion. Damn. Like, because I I suffered through things. Like, I felt like my mom, I was the kid that she had to have that she didn't lay down to make. Mm. So she could all shave my head bald when I was six years old and sent me to school. It was just a lot of psychotic things happening. And it just broke and stripped me. Mm. Like, made me feel like a boy, made me feel, it just, it just fucked me up when she did that mentally. Like, Do you think that's why you got into sex early? Mm, for sure. It was a lot of neglect. You know, it's crazy. And I didn't want to have <laughs> sex. I just did it because I wanted, to, I wanted to keep him. I wanted to have somebody around for me. Like, So, so that was your first? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he took my virginity. Okay, I mean, well, I mean, that ain't that. It's the bad. it's a it's actually a good true love story. Yeah, like, I mean, that's not twelve years, bad. two kids. Yeah, 
like you can judge all you want but that's not really that bad like people had sex earlier and yeah no he was my first and everything like that i was always shipping in homes and stuff i couldn't get to boys damn so do you, you know I, it's crazy because i was introduced to sex at an early age but um it was through and these are the conversations i want to have these conversations because like it definitely is touchy because you know um my mom's she really she was in the we was in the trenches we was in the projects and like she used to rent out my room to like the drug dealers to like let them have sex with prostitutes and i was at like probably like shit i mean i was young probably eight you and remember I, that yeah like i remember because that's that's what kind of encouraged me to get into to have sex because like you know i i'm hearing it I, people it, talking yeah. about it i'm like well, shit well I'm trying to be grown. I'm trying. I'm trying to learn how to do this. You feel me? Because it was cool. Because the drug that was what we thought was cool. But you know, um, looking back on it, I had a conversation with my girlfriend. And damn, I don't even know if I ever had this publicly. Had this conversation publicly. But like, I was telling her, you know, I feel bad because those are the reasons why I got into sex early, and then that's why I start sexualizing women and start like you know just like looking oh, at them as yeah, objects yeah. and not really understanding or wanting to hear. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. And it was. It just was because I was so I was introduced to it so young, and I was wondering like, how did that affect you, growing up? Like you said, you was a rape baby. Your mom's just doing all crazy shit, and like you know, well, like she kept it from me until I was fifteen. We took a ride, and she told me, "Damn, that this man who I thought was my dad is actually not my dad." Sheesh. So, but he was a, a junkie. He wasn't around anyway. So, but it just blew me. My it was just always something. That's why I say my younger ages, growing up, it was so difficult for me. Like, it was hard. Damn, yo, how did... I'm just glad I'm not there anymore. Facts. But I love that I love that girl. Facts. You know what I mean? It made you who you are, right? Yeah, like, I, I love like, her, and I, I know you there, and I haven't forgot about you. <laughs> yo, do you think about that at any time? Because, like, <clears throat> same, like, rest in peace. So, my pops, I'm named after him. I found out that he wasn't my father, but he wasn't there. And it's like, bro, like, if you're going to step up, like, just step up. You're like, going to claim fuck? it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to sign a birth certificate. What the fuck? Like, why? you, you going to step up. You stepped up to, to be somebody's father and still wasn't there. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, damn, son. Yeah, but going through them situations makes you want to give your kid the world. Mm. Like, period. I'm there for mine through the whole step of the way. Whatever y'all need, I'm here. Let's get it. We're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? So, at 16, why didn't you get an abortion if you don't mind me asking? <sighs> couldn't afford it didn't have any money and I wanted to keep my baby mm. I wanted something to love because I knew I was headed right where my sister was I knew because I was numb and I was just I didn't give a fuck mm. you know what I mean I probably would have robbed a bank now I hit the um the news in my hometown before I left I got caught up with a guy who had just shot somebody at the Waffle House and we hit the news and all this crap. I went to jail for three days because mm. I went snitch. Like, so it was just time to go. Speaking of that, how, how was that? Cause like you didn't, you wouldn't snitch. You could have did some real time for that. Like, yeah. did he end up confessing? Like how, like, um, how did you get out of that? I think they couldn't hold me over 72 hours. Oh, okay. And that's what it was, but I was scared. It was my first time ever going to jail. And I went to jail like that. They had snipers at the window, Damn. cameras. We was on the news. Like it was. Where you originally from? Spartanburg, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Mm -hmm. She so yeah, crazy. Yeah, it goes down. Damn. The baby right from down the street. 
Yo, that's crazy, bro. That's it. That's a lot of because when you move, what you was like, what eighteen? How were you when you when you moved? Mm, I moved to like nineteen. 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 That's still that. young. You get booked for that. I was really young. So being, I was so young, people didn't even want to rent to me, and they used to be worried. They would check up on us. They would bring my kids school supplies, book bags, because we were so young. Everybody that met us, they just used to worry. Mm. So, did you at the time? I'm assuming you didn't, but. Did you know they can only hold you for 72 hours? Did somebody tell you that? Like, mm-hmm. So why I, was you? I, I was scared as fuck, but I just couldn't tell on him. I couldn't do it. Why not? It just didn't, it just wasn't in me. That's all I, I don't shit. fuck with the police. Okay. They yeah, make shit yeah. worse. No, facts. Do your job. You know what I'm saying? You, I know I didn't do anything wrong, so y'all can't keep me too long, but I was scared as fuck. Yeah. Do you, um, I was talking to somebody on my show about hood, hood mentality and how it fucked us up. Do you think that the streets fucked us over by that, like, not snitching mentality? And not saying I'm encouraging anybody to snitch, but, like, you know, some people just ain't in that lifestyle. So it's technically not snitching if you're not in that lifestyle. But, like, for example, I could see me getting locked up and probably not telling. But it's like, bro, like, you're not even, like, you're not a gangster. Like, bro, get out of jail. You about to throw your whole life away for somebody else. Do you ever think about that or not? Like, Not really. Because yeah. I just come from that area yeah. where I just can't talk to the police. Facts. It's you know just what I'm like, saying? It is what I just is. can't do it. Like, you don't think that's unfortunate, though? It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I think it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's it is what it is. A lot of like, shit is unfortunate. Facts. Us killing each other is unfortunate. But it is what it is. It's very unfortunate. I'm like, damn, we gotta stop blaming these crackers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, less. Not to get sidetracked, bro. You brought it up. Three kids you got. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on in the world, bro? The um, what was it? Magic it's bo- getting worse. It's changing. Where was it? Where was it at? Texas. It was in Texas. It was. It was in Texas. At a school. Nineteen kids, bro. I'm talking like what? Four years old? Like it was elementary school, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh. it, it was heartbreaking. I had to stop watching it because it's like, what can we do? You know, somebody told me, um, somebody had tweeted this because I was like, yo, the, the fucked up thing about it for me is that we can have all the police if we want. If somebody want to go outside and harm somebody else because they're having a fucked up day, they can do that. Exactly. Somebody retweeted me and it was like, that's the price of freedom. And when they said that, I'm like, damn. That's fire. Love that. I love that's that message. crazy. The price of freedom. That's crazy. Man. I love that. It's like it's real, but it's like, I mean, you rather be free or you rather. He said so much, saying so little. So little. Yeah. The price of free, because like, if we, it's going to sound crazy, but if we wasn't free, we wouldn't have the freedom to do that. And that's why I just. Not black know, people, because maybe white people, but I'm just saying, like, all of us, United States. Because I'm like, that might sound crazy, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's wild, bro. I mean, they can put securities at the schools. Facts. Grocery stores. It happened at the grocery store too. You know. Honestly. But. Or get a, the uh, the teachers some guns for real. You carry guns. I with mean, you? these days I I don't. But ever since my sister got in that situation, she made me promise her that I wouldn't buy a gun. And you gotta understand, this was years ago. Boss. Times has changed. Yeah. Boss, you so. might have to break that promise. You still talk to her? Mm-hmm. You might have to call your sister like sis. It's getting crazy out here. I know I told you this. I gotta get this strap for real. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying. No, you're right. You're right. Your nigga got a gun, right? Mm-hmm. 
Would you? So we got guns all over the house and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I, it's crazy. I, like, I don't use them or pick them up or anything like that because I don't. You know, I don't like guns. But you should have. Why you? Ain't, why you? Why your man ain't come with you? Because like you don't have to came by yourself and shit. Like come on, bro. You got, yeah, you're right. You be. I be moving. I'm blessed, and I don't been through some shit. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Miami days, baby. I done been through. What's the it. craziest shit you went to Miami? Do I want to tell it? Yeah, come on. We talked about this in a Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> I said, turn my uh, shit up. Okay, okay. So I'm real street. I'm going to say this, y'all, but this don't judge me because I was young. You know what I'm saying? Basically, I'm in Miami trying to make my money. I'm at work dancing. I, I meet a guy, and he want to give me some money afterwards. All right, cool. You come through. Give me $1,000. You get the room because I ain't trying to pay for shit. So he ended up getting the room. We do our thing. He give me the money. And something in me was just like, didn't trust him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had already told him, well, you know, I'm finna get ready to go to work and this and that because he wasn't standing in the room with me. It was my room, my stuff, everything. So I was like, I'm getting ready to go to work at 11 o'clock, this and that. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna just wait and go to work later because the room is in his name. Mm-hmm. So, sure enough, I laid there. 11 o'clock went past, 11.30 came. I hear the key open up the door. He trying to come get his money back. The fuck? Yeah. You thinking I ain't going to be there. You trying to search the room. So, of course, I hid my money real good. You know, the little coffee things that be in there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I hide shit real good. And I was like, oh, I'm glad you're here. Can you drop me off at work? <laughs> yeah. And I went downstairs and got the room changed in my name. Damn. So, it's just like, you know. But then my other homegirls got robbed that way. They wasn't smart like me. Damn! How, when you out here, you you better at least use your damn brain while you out here. You know what I mean? How crazy is the nightlife? Like the stripping? It's crazy. The men are. It's bad. You know what I mean? You gotta think about it. You're you're dealing with bad people. They look at us like we're bad people. Mm. Dancers, strippers. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna rent out their house to a stripper if you put that down on the paperwork. You know what I mean? So looking back at those times, right? Because you was like you was getting some bread after. Was that where most is is that where the big bag come from? Like after? To be honest, I can't sit here and, and answer that because that wasn't my field. Mm. And I stayed away from it. And respect to the girls that do do it because it's hard to sit there and be with different men all day like that. I, I can't do it. I just I can't do it. It's a lot. So big ups to y'all if y'all eating, whatever, whatever. But nah, for me, I sell dreams. Mm. That's why I eat that. Facts. The stripping life is a is a dream you sell. Yeah. So you ain't got to do that. It's like moving backwards. Mm. Nah, I went with it. Why you think girls do it then? Well, why did you do it? Well, I was just trying to get some extra money for me. But I feel like nowadays and back then, girls do it because they are lazy. They don't want to go in the club and work and have to hustle these men's okay. mind and mental. They'd rather get, lay on their back and get it. Okay. I've had plenty of females tell me this out their mouth because I wanted to know the same thing. Like, why won't you want to be in here? You ain't got to do all that. Well, actually, it's, it's more work for me to do all that. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay, to each his own. But isn't that like, I mean, you sound open for it, but isn't that like a a, a stigma in the club? Like, girls that's fucking niggas, or is that just normal? Like, girls don't talk shit about girls that's, that fuck niggas or get, and get money? Nowadays, it's just so common. Oh, okay. It's like. Yo, they what? trying to be the one that fucking on them so they can get the money. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yo, do you um, what's like? 
the smartest thing you did or like what's some tricks you did to get extra bag so like for example um i had johnny blaze on the show and i remember one of her uh her stories was when she was dancing she used to send a bottle to like the littest section and i guess she was like she would get the bottle combo like be like 200 dollars. so she sent it to the to the people and they like damn she gave me a bottle bring her over here, and they spend way more than 200 dollars. did you ever have any like finesses to get you extra uh, extra bag in the club um, no, Johnny Blaze is definitely from that area though, where, where <laughs> that money shit. was. Yeah, that money was going, and I definitely understand that. You know, sending guy drinks, sending guy some wings, I, all that stuff is cute. But for me myself, I just like to get myself together downstairs. I know I'm a beautiful black woman, and I know as soon as I hit that flow, they gonna turn their head and be like, well, "Who is that?" Mm. But I never had any tricks. My game is my trick. Like I walk up and have conversation, and you'll just be intrigued. Mm. Yeah. You you don't feel you don't feel bad when you when you go home and you look at yourself in the mirror at night. No, you don't feel bad. No, because when you look at those kids and those empty stomachs, yeah, baby, you don't feel bad. You are gonna feel great. <laughs> Take care <laughs> of that. Feel great. I feel great. I don't left men standing outside the club waiting on me. Oh I don't told them God, I'm gonna do. Hurt. If y'all give me fifteen hundred, the club out the clothes, I'm gonna do you and your friend. Make sure y'all pull up to the front. I'm gonna like yes, I sell those dreams. Oh my god! And they they be done dance me a thousand already, and now I got an extra fifteen hundred on top, and I'm going out the back. I don't get the security a hundred. Take care of my friend. They ain't never coming back. They done got finessed it in the greatest club in the world. Welcome to Magic, Magic City. City. Welcome to Atlanta, Monday. baby. <laughs> god damn. Yes. Yo, can you imagine a nigga going to the club? First of all, first of all, but we can't even because I was about to say something. We can't act like it be niggas that it be lit niggas. That be like, man, I ain't never going to no club, no strip club, trying to take a chick home because I already know they there sell their dream, da da da. Uh uh. But it be them <laughs> niggas. Yes, they get in there. They don't be the corny niggas. It be them niggas. Yeah. Niggas, they them niggas. Yes, they be trying to wife us. Mm. <laughs> Who try wife you? Who was the latest nigga try wife you in the club? Oh, man, I got a lot of DMs. Who? Uh, little baby hopped in my DM. You ain't never jumped. You ain't. Nah. That's a little baby. Young Blue. I hate to out these people, but at the end of the day, I, I it's not going to go down. Why not? Because, you know, I just, I'm about my business. I like to think y'all going to see me up there with y'all. I'm going to be sitting right across from y'all. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be anybody's piece of meat. But, I mean, Mm-mm. niggas probably kick out that bag. I mean, you sell dreams. I mean, like, mm. ain't, ain't, nothing to be, ain't nothing to be sold to them. But a reality might be worth a different type of check, is all I'm saying. Fuck a dream, man. You might get to do some shit in real life and they be worth a different check. And then check. another thing, I don't do married men. I oh, don't okay. do men with girlfriends. Okay, okay. Constantly okay. posting them on their pages. Yeah, like, that's, different, that's different. Why are you in my DM? That's different. That's and different. that's the situation with both of them. So it's like, okay. I don't entertain. I just said it because, like, you know, I mean, little baby, like, all due respect, he like the guy to the streets now. Like, that but when Lil Baby hopped in my DM, it was 2018. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like I was Lil Baby doing a twerk baby. challenge, like for Cardi B and Young Miami. But look, like that's why I said, look, for me, like as a guy just being real, like Lil Baby that nigga. So when you say you ain't bite mm-hmm. back, I'm like, shit, you crazy. I ain't bite back. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't see it until like eight months later. That's I was so lit. <laughs> no, not- I didn't even know who he was. I, I feel like he was just starting out at the time. Okay. Like when they had the twerk challenge with Cardi B and Young Miami, that's when he hopped in my DM. So that was five years ago, or maybe it wasn't that long ago. Like three years ago when they had that twerk. Three years ago. So I don't know where he was at in his career, but mm-hmm. I, I was busy as fuck, like booked up. 
after I did that. You said you had a what, what was that? The twerk video with Lil mm-hmm. with Miami and I want a slim fine woman with some twerk yeah, with yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, it's a video. They flew out like twenty girls. We stayed four days and four nights. They put us in a video. Like it was a lit situation. Damn. Matter of fact, Ghana was out there, Southside, Little Baby. It was a lot of guys hanging around the video shoot area. So that's probably where they saw me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Damn. So you was like, not a video vixen, but like. What? I was a viral vixen. What else you want to I did videos, like only lit shit. Like you can't just get me to just, oh, you know, can you do my video? How much? How much I charge the videos? 2500 on a, on a market, is that like expensive? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, for the for my price, for my bookings, you can have like six girls. Mm. They that cheap? But but I gotta yeah, you can get a, you can get like girls to come for 150, 200 bucks. For for real? Sometimes a hundred. They probably doing it. They probably doing it. You for, have to um, brand yourself. It's always been like that for video girls. For I ain't for know years. But, now back in the day, they probably used to get something like two, three hundred. Okay. But the value has gone down. They probably doing it for publicity. But how much publicity are you getting from being in a video? Honestly, mm, it has to be a big, a big video. Like that challenge was worldwide. The mm. whole world was talking about that challenge. It was on Twitter. It was everywhere. You was going viral for some other stuff. You was doing a body paint too, right? Yeah, I was viral three years for my body paint, uh, World Star. Other blogs post me too, but I was mainly starring on world star like what was that about like what it was just viral shit like when they had the popeyes challenge going on mm-hmm. i went and got body painted the logos on me and i went to popeyes and ordered a chicken sandwich you know what i'm saying oh, stuff smart. like that yeah what made you what made play you do into this? the marketing what made you start doing this i sat around the strip club one day and looked up and said you know what these bitches is old up in here. That's going to be me. Mm. Let me brand myself. Let me do something with myself. And not only that, Instagram had just hit. And I started to notice, like I told you, I'm real street smart. I noticed everything. I started noticing, like, okay, the guys are not really fucking with me like that right now. And it's like my name was always good in the streets, always big in the streets. But when the internet came, it was a whole other ball game. So now they're dancing the lit girls. The girls with the bigger followings and oh she got such and such that I'm hearing it you know what I'm saying I was like oh really so I got in the game mm. so you went viral. jump right in you went viral off the Popeye shit what else oh my god I have so many viral videos cheeseburger Popeye cheeseburger wait what yeah oh my god I wish you would did your homework nigga I, I ain't gonna I lie. painted two cheeseburgers on my ass and walked in Burger King and twerked it, it literally hit every blog. Yo, that's crazy. Nah, I, I bro, got a I, cookie I monster. You so you should be twerking with your body painted. Yeah, with the body painted, I order props up from Amazon. I'll make the whole thing come to reality. And people love to watch it. It would be like a thousand comments. Like, it was crazy for three years. I had to battle for my, you know, my brand. It was girls copying me, stealing my ideas. Who was probably like the hottest person that stole your ideas and copied you? Hmm. Nobody did it better than me. But who was like? Uh, body paint queen. Body paint queen. Mm-hmm. That's a person. That is a person. But yeah. that's what I call myself now. I completely took the name. So you copied her? Yeah. It's like she copied me. What she do? Took my ideas and painted them on my enemy. Because she got jealous that I was working with other painters. And the only reason I was working with other painters is because my brand grew so big. Now I'm getting booked out of town. Mm. Now I'm in Miami, Reno, Dallas. 
everywhere and there's painters in every city that are dying to work with me because they know me. They know I'm the body paint queen. They know the viral paint girl. So they're like, yeah, what time, when? And I'm going, I'm taking them viral. They're hitting world star off their work now. So she got jealous. And she's a 400-pound girl. She fell in love with me. Well, you said she was 400 pounds. 400-pound girl behind the scenes, this and that. But she ended up falling in love with me. And that didn't make it no better. I'm confused. It's very confusing. I was confused. But you know they say. She didn't want me to work with anybody else. Like, she tried to hold me back and just, it was terrible. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) Didn't you say, like, Cardi B had this something? Or, like, they didn't give you no recognition? Like... Yeah, so basically I did a body paint to get to enter the challenge or whatever. And my video, the twerk challenge, 25K. Okay, okay. So you had to submit a video in order to get picked. So my video was one of the top videos, if not the best one, for body paint. I had twerk painted on me, Free JT, Young Miami. It was just really lit. So a couple other girls, you know, they did their videos and stuff like that. But we all got picked. And the girls that got picked got to do what it was that they got picked for. Okay. So everybody except me, I was like, well, why can't I do my body paint? And it was like, well, you're not going to be able to do it. And I was like, all right, I just ate that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm seeing these girls do what they did to get picked in groups, everything, like make special outfits for these girls. And then I see them walk off the boat in their body painting. Wait, what? Yeah, Miami and Cardi B is body painting. So it was just like a slap in the face, and I took it personal as hell. Now, was it already in their plans? I don't know. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? I just took it so personal because they wouldn't allow me to do it. And I just felt like, you know, you guys are just hating on me, hating on my brand. Y'all don't want me to look good. You know, it was just a lot. So me and Miami had words back and forth on Instagram. That's what I was like. And we went back and forth about it. Like, you know, she said some things about me. I said some things about her and this and that. So... I ended up taking it down because I didn't want it to hit shade room. Because I didn't want to get noticed that way. Mm-hmm. So I took it down. Okay. And everybody was like, you should have left that up. I'm like, I don't want to hit shade room. Did she way. ever reach, reach back out to you or not? Nah? Mm-mm. Damn. Do you feel like, how many how many followers you got on Instagram? Like, um, I think 470K. Four, four or something, right? Yeah. So compared to like celebrities with millions of views, do you think they be they see the shit that you be doing or other people on your, your I know they see it. I've been posted by Plies, Ludacris, Vice Cartel, Fifty Cent, Young Miami, Cardi B, and the list goes on. Like Fifty Cent posted me, I was literally blown away. Mm. Fifty Cent is the biggest asshole in the world. Thanks. They was like, boss, Fifty Cent just posted you. I was like, oh God, I'm scared say? to go look. He gave me two positive compliments. He was like, oh, I wish I was this football and this and that. And like literally every celebrity went under that and started commenting. Damn. So do you? So it's like I've seen, they know who I am. But you think they be like stealing people ideas that be smaller than them and taking it and run with it? Like, what do you mean? Like for example, we had a body paint. Like somebody might see your body paint and be like, nah, I'm going to steal that. I'm going to do it because people, a lot of people don't even know her. Or something of course. Like, that. like I want to do this. They see me and say, I want to do that. That's just a female thing. All the females want to get body painted. You know what I mean? So. That's what. Yo, you lit now, though. Like, you fire. Like, looking back at it, though, not to jump back in it, but we're going to jump back in it. Mm-hmm. Looking back, like, looking at yourself now and looking at where you started, do you ever sit down and just be like, like, damn, I'm blessed? Like, yes. you ever cry about that shit? Yes. I'd be like, damn, I can't believe this shit. Sometimes I say it to myself, like, because it's just, I came from. Mm, mm, mm. The bottom, y'all. Like sure. literally. 
Damn. What's, what you think is like your biggest accomplishment or your proudest moment? Mm, my proudest moments and my biggest accomplishments is my kids graduating. Mm. Yeah, that was beautiful. I, so let me ask you this. You know where you came from. If, damn, that's a... I don't want to ask that question. It's crazy. But <laughs> if, I, I hope... For the sake of conversation. Take a shot. Yeah, for the sake of conversation. Would you be upset if, like, would you be upset if, like, your children wanted to be, like, on reality TV and, like, follow your footsteps? No. I, I've thought about that for so many years. How could I not? I would just guide them best I can. Mm. We're human. You know what I mean? That's so a so uncomfortable question for me. I don't know why. I just, like, Mm-mm. but, yeah, like, you, you it wouldn't. shouldn't be because... Most of the time, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Mm. So, that's so you you would probably like. How would you you would support it? You would like how would how would yes, you? Yes, I gotta be there for my kids. I have to support them. And guess what? When you realize this ain't you, cause it's not, you'll find your lane. So you feel like um, I think we seen people like cause we we talk about being judgmental. We seen people like um, Bernice and her daughter. And people, so many people has things to say because I think her daughter got her body done or something like that. And like she's with her twerking and stuff like that. Right. You, I guess you would be for for that because it's like they together. Yeah. Um. If my daughter wanted to start doing things to her body, um, I would just have to be there for her again. I say that I wouldn't want her to because she's beautiful like she is. But let's just say she wanted to. You know, I would be there for her. And that's what I think the beauty of young parents is. Honestly, you know, when we was coming up, I feel like our parents try to stare us away so much. You can't do that. You can't yeah. do that. You can't do that. But I feel like young parents. We understand what that, how that made us feel, and it's like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, I don't, I don't think you should, but if you want to, I'm gonna support it 100. percent Right. Do That's you, what I tell them. Mm. And like, well, mom, you always say that. I'm like, well, you know, you are gonna see. Like, damn, that's yeah. fire. That's hard. <laughs> what were some of the like the hard, the hard parts growing up, like raising a child, being so young? Mm, it's a lot of hard parts. Them getting sick. Me not having the rent money. Damn. My son wiping the tears from my eyes. Don't cry, mama. Like, how did you fight through that though, bro? Like, you gotta, you gotta keep going. You just go to sleep and wake up, and it's a new day. Boss, do you understand mm-hmm. that? Like, it's not a lot of people like you, uh, me, like in the world. When I say that, because like, it's so many people who go through these things and they break and they they go out, they go strung out on drugs, yeah. they kill people, they kill themselves. Do you understand, like, where you are and how far you came, honestly? Speaking of that, um, I had a close cousin. Her name was Tanisha. You know, we, we grew up together. She used to be in and out of homes, too. Her mom was on drugs. So we were more like best friends, but we were so close, we just called each other cousins. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you this girl, drop dead, beautiful browns girl, curly hair, big pretty eyes, long lashes, beautiful skin, nice teeth, like so beautiful. And really smart, you know what I mean? Tanisha ended up going to college, USC Upstate, graduating, doing all that stuff. And um, we we stopped talking because I went down a different path mm. than her. So we split up, it hurt me so bad, like because, you know, I was that was my bitch, that was my, my friend, like. So, all right, cool, she went her way, I went mine. She ended up dating a guy and moving in with him while she was in school, and I ended up moving to Atlanta. Um, I say 
three years later, two, three years later, I get a phone call from her. And she's like, what's going on with you? And I'm just happy as fuck. I'm like, what's good with you? Where you at? I'm in the A. Like, I got a house. You know what I mean? I want to see you. And she's like, man, this, this nigga just put me out. I'm at the gas station. I'm literally sitting on my suitcase. Mm. I hop in my car and drive three hours immediately to go get her. Pick her up. I'm like, I got you. I'm going to help you. I show her the only way I knew how to make money. And that's dancing. At the time, I had just hit Miami. My name was big. I was at club office. They had my picture outside like I was making bread. And I took her there. And she basically got on drugs. She got caught up with the Haitians. And somebody did something to her. They fucked her head all the way up. Like, she didn't come back. Mm. Like, and, the, and she was just so beautiful and smart. Everybody loved her. The club tried to help her. They tried to put her in, like, rehab, jumping out of the cars, butt naked, taking her clothes off, hit the Miami news, breaking the houses, stealing iPads, anything to get money. And literally, I, I watched my cousin get so small and lose all her beauty and brains, like, and I took her there. Damn. So she didn't come back with me. And nobody's heard from her in like eight years. And her mom, her mom sometimes binge out and go to my mom's house and where's my daughter and beat on her door. And you know, I've been home and ran into her sister and you know, they blame me. They blame me for that. So it's, you know, it's something that I carry. And I remember like she pulled up to the club on a bicycle. She had this book bag on her hair and don't fill out bald spots everywhere. And she put the kids stand down and said, y'all watch my bike in the VIP parking spot. And they all laughing and shit. And I'm like, I cannot believe this. This happened within like seven months. I watched my cousin turn into a full-blown crackhead. Damn. I called my mom because I didn't know what to do. I don't talk to my mom like that. But it was just like I didn't know what to do. And my mom said, what happened? She turned out like a mama. And I literally dropped my phone. I said, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And she said, boss, the apple don't fall too far from the tree sometimes. And I, she, she got four kids. Out of all her kids, it was Tanisha that couldn't handle it. So I understand what you were just saying about how everybody can't handle this because I've, I've lost people to it. So I get it. How do you carry that, though, man? Like, you, you said it like I think about it. I think about her every day. Every day. But I can't find her. I can't reach out to her. It's crazy. Like, But I think about her every day. You fuck with therapy? Have you ever tried it? What? Therapy. You tried therapy? therapy? Mm, not really. I don't, not really. I'm not going to lie. I think you should give it a try. You do? Yeah. Think it helped me? I think so. I think, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's something that, like, it's way more than these conversations. Like, Did you, know you do therapy? Yeah, I do it now. Okay. Yeah, and I think I'm in a good space. <laughs> I don't even think I need it, but I do it now. Um, But, yeah, like, it helps you, you know, um, just being transparent. Like I said, my mom's been through a lot, and you know, I uh, I never like blame my mom for nothing, but I never really dealt with the pain that it caused me. You know what I'm saying? Because I always was so understanding. I'm like, yo, my mom did the best she could with what she had, and mm -hmm. I don't blame her for nothing. That's my dog, and I never forget. My therapist asked me, "How did it make you feel?" So let me ask you this: Is that how you deal with it? I don't know how to deal with it. So, so like, dealing with it is talking about it right therapy. so like, like i said before right so before the therapist my story was 
Now my mom is my dog. That's my role model. I learned things from her. She did the best with me, the best way she could, and that's how I carried it. And then, but I never understood that it really hurt me because I never dealt with my feelings. You get what I'm saying? And when my therapist asked me, how did it make you feel? You can, I get you understand. I get you love her. But how do you feel? It's okay for you to feel a way. It's okay for you to feel how you feel. And I remember the first time he thinking about it, I cried because I was like, damn. Because there's a lot of things that like I wish I could have got into. But because I don't want to blame my moms, I never bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's like, that's real. Yeah, so it's like I think it, it helps You're you. You're a special guy. Yeah, no, nah, like for real. Like I think therapy, it helps you like think about the things you wouldn't normally think about. You know what I'm saying? Like because we try to block it off, we on purpose, and I don't think that's healthy. Nah, it's not. Like I'm like, bro, I'm a workaholic. I'm a Gemini. Like I, I, I'm a go getter. I'm our. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> But I, like I like I'm I'm crazy, but I, I work hard. What I mean by that is like so when I'm going through something, man, I'm working like head down. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of us, not even just been a gym, a lot of us do that when we when we going through some shit. You feel me? That therapist? Oh no, come here, come here. Let me holler at you. Slow down. You feel me? Like it's gonna make you face it's that. It's gonna shit. slow me down. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me holler at you real quick. Yeah. So I think it's it's dope. You feel me? Like, but these are the conversations that I like to have because I feel like so many, it's so many boss techs out there. It's so many, and I cannot wait to help in you know any way possible. And, yes. And not saying that, like, you still one in a million, but it's so many people who, who are going through something similar. You know what I'm saying? And your story. It's too many. Too many. Way too many. And your story is going to help them, like, yo, nah. It's so many people that look up to you, like, nah, that boss tech? You feel me? Somebody going to look at this and, like, damn, I'm going through that. Sometimes all it takes is just to sit back and just think and look at your reality because it's fucking reality. Mm. Like, For and sure. that's what I did. And it was hard to do it with everything that was going on, the club, the kids, everything. But it had to be done. Facts. Yeah, I'm sorry that we, we wasn't able to, like, get messy and shit like that. But, like, these conversations. <laughs> it's okay. You feel me? I, like, I don't I, know. It's like, okay. I don't I, like messy. I fuck with this more. You feel me? Like, this yeah. is this is my vibe, right? What y'all think? Y'all fuck with this. <laughs> this is my vibe, right? But, nah. Y'all uh, know what it is. <laughs> yo, I, um, I appreciate you, yo, like. You definitely doing some dope shit. I'm glad I sat down with you. It's crazy because isn't it crazy how niggas like yo you should get boss tag? I ain't know shit about you. And now I feel like we best friends in this month. Yeah, like we here for yeah, sure. We here. That's my dog. <laughs> like yo, tell your boyfriend I got a girl. Well, ain't no problem. It's just, <laughs> it's just cool. But no, nah, man, I appreciate you. Um, for people that don't know, if they don't know. Niggas know. Tell them where to follow you at, how to support you. Got, you doing music and shit now, too? Yeah, guys. It's very, very new, but I'm also transitioning into an artist, so I got a song on the way, music. What kind of song is it? It's, it's, it's a surprise. Why? Well, I feel like the strip club is becoming like the sports scene. I say that like every <laughs> every athlete want to be a want to make music. Every athlete want to make music. Now I feel like every stripper like want to make music. Now it's the time to go. If you're a dancer, you lick, and you got good talent, you got some music you want to put out, do it. Why? Like, why? But why does Because you might blow up. Now? But why do y'all want to make music now? Why can't you blow up as a dancer? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm getting off that pole. Because <laughs> I'm out there. I'm getting off that pole. I did it, and I'm ready to make big money. So you think Not music- saying I ain't make big money, but I'm talking about lump sums. Oh, okay. 70K at a time. 70K. But you, you probably, know what I'm what's the most you made at the club in a weekend? Not a day, weekend. Uh, I've made 10,000 in a week, four days. So that's a lot, because I would assume you would make that in a day sometimes. I mean, I'm getting up better than that. Any numbers over that is just like, mm, really? 
Okay. But yeah, I've made like ten bands in four days. Does that come from? I think I heard it before. Does that come from the like celebrities or that comes from like the regular street Hell niggas? No, that come from the regular folks that come in Magic City. I heard that. Those I are the, heard that. those are the type of people that come in there. Okay. So, so the, the, the like the celebrities to be stingy or they be like no nah, not nah, not necessarily stingy but see like I think smart I'm not gonna go dance for a celebrity because it's gonna be ten girls over there. Okay. By the time okay. they that's lazy. By the time okay. they bust that bag down, it's gonna be nothing or it's gonna be what I have all night. You okay. know what I'm saying? Running my sense. rounds. Yeah. Y'all be fighting and shit over like the piles and shit. Yeah. We uh, if anything I'm gonna fight over money. If I don't fight over nothing else, get my money, bitch. Damn. Yeah. I've been amazing. You not time. in this pal. I don't care what you say. I got my respect at Magic City. If you're not in this pal, you're not getting in it. And I'm pretty fair. You know what I mean? This is my last year, so I'm going out with a bang. But you said you ain't been there in like three months. Yeah, I'm really there. That's crazy. I'm going <laughs> I'm, out with I got bang. one foot out the door already, but uh, I definitely love Magic City. Magic City helped me with my brand, my platform, everything. I couldn't have done it without them. So oh. big shout out to Magic City. Fuck what up, Magic City Mondays or? Yeah, Magic City Mondays, Magic City Saturdays, and Fridays. <laughs> Niggas said Saturdays, Fridays, Mondays. I went in on a random ass day. Should but be... Monday is like the lit day. It be too packed in that motherfucker. Yeah, it's 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 a little overrated, but. So. On the other side. Okay, okay, because you know, when different. I went, it was a random day. It wasn't packed, but it was cool. And I don't even like strip clubs. Did it you was... get the Magic City effect? Did you get the magic? What's that? What time? I, bring, I don't went? think I brought enough money, so I don't think I will ever get the magic. Did you see the show? Did you see the girls work the stage, the poles, the ceilings? Oh, so no, 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 no. Oh, you nah. didn't get the magic. You what day you went and what time? Bro, it was random. I was hungry. Swear to God, so my homie. You went for the wings like everybody. Bro, I interviewed my <laughs> homie. Right, I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get some food. He's like, bro, let's go to Magic City get some wings. Yeah. I'm like, all right. We they be coming to look at us. What the fuck, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> magic City. It's fucking scammers. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You got to pay to park. You got to pay to get in. Yeah. It's just a to lot. pay for some wings. Yeah. But then they said, I found out after that, I could have ordered it and got it. Yeah. Like, bro, y'all could have been told me that shit. I paid <laughs> to park. I, I paid like $100 to get wings. Then I end up throwing money. Whatever. <laughs> Boss Tech, I fuck with you. Tell people how to follow you all that, man. Okay, guys. Uh, follow me at It's Boss Tech. I-T-S-B-O-S-S-T-E-C. Uh, Mr. J Hill, Boss Tech. Great conversation. Thank it was you. dope, man. You got to come fuck with me some more, man. Yeah, um, for sure. Fuck with the Magic City Mondays, Saturdays, and Fridays, all that. <laughs> Jay Hill, it's a wrap. We out.